Sugar tastes delicious, makes you instantly feel good, and desserts like cake, cookies, and ice cream just wouldn't be the same without it. But eating too much sugar can lead to some serious problems, ranging from weight gain to fatty liver disease and diabetes. And even though eating just one Oreo won't necessarily make you gain weight, and it definitely won't turn you into a diabetic, almost nobody eats just one Oreo. In fact, according to the US Department of Health, the average American has about 17 teaspoons of sugar per day. Other sources estimate that Americans are having close to 25 teaspoons of sugar per day, which is much higher than any other country in the world, and it's double the amount of sugar that's recommended by the World Health Organization. The biggest problem with sugar is that it's an empty calorie that won't fill you up, but it'll instead leave you craving for more. Studies show that consuming too much sugar can lead to leptin resistance, and leptin is the hormone that's secreted and released by your fat cells to let you know when you're full. If your body becomes resistant to leptin, there's much higher chances of overeating while still feeling hungry, which is the perfect storm for gaining weight. Some studies have also shown that sugar may be addicting and may have some similar effects on the brain as drugs and alcohol. Although in humans this effect is considered much less intense than the effects of drugs, animal-based studies have shown that overconsumption can cause neurochemical and behavioral changes leading to the same craving, binging, and withdrawal cycles that you get with drugs. Some of these studies also show that rats will even choose sugar over cocaine. Now my objective isn't to scare you away from sugar, there are ways that you can balance it with the rest of your diet, and most of the crazy sugar phobia out there comes from one man named Robert Lustig and his cherry-picked research that has largely been debunked. Instead of scaring you, my objective is to put you in control of how much sugar you're having by reducing your cravings for it. And one of the best ways to reduce your desire for eating sugar, or even your borderline addiction to sugar, is by avoiding it entirely until you develop a healthier relationship to it. So in this video, I want to go over five very important steps that you have to take to reduce your sugar cravings. I guarantee if you stick with me till the very end, you'll be very surprised by the last step. And since so much of this is mental, before taking on any of these steps, you have to understand that it will get easier. If you're used to eating sweets or having sweetened drinks on a daily basis, the shift to not having that much sugar will be very difficult, especially on your first day. And most people have this false belief that it's only gonna get harder and harder. The truth is that as you cut out sugar, not only will your body and brain adapt, but even your tongue and your palate will become more sensitive to sugar, allowing you to appreciate the real natural sweetness that you get from fruits rather than the processed high fructose corn syrup that you get from candy as well as other junk food. So the first thing you're gonna wanna do is eliminate all the sweets from your house. If you can't throw it in the trash, then hide it. Now, when I say sweets, I'm not only talking about things like ice cream, candy, and pastries, but I'm also talking about processed food. Everyone knows that M&Ms are loaded with sugar, but the sugar found in other processed foods tend to be hidden. Most people don't realize that sugar is added to everything, even to things like pasta sauce and yogurt. According to studies, up to 90% of the added sugars in our diet comes from ultra-processed foods. And just by eliminating these ultra-processed foods, we can have a significant reduction in our daily sugar intake. Now, unfortunately, this is gonna put a big X through the majority of your typical grocery list. According to a study from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, 77% of our grocery store purchases come from processed foods. Now, a really easy way to avoid this food is by following three very simple rules when you go 
shopping for food. One, stick to the outside premises of your grocery store because most processed food is in the inner aisles. Two, don't buy anything that's inside of a box with a picture of the food you're buying by the food itself. And three, only buy foods with one single ingredient like rice, chicken, eggs, fish, broccoli. You get the idea. If you follow these three rules, you'll have no problem identifying which foods are processed and which ones are not. So now that we've gotten the obvious sweets as well as the not so obvious hidden sweets out of sight, we can move on to step two, only drink water or unsweetened tea. In a large meta-analysis made up of a number of studies, researchers concluded that having sugar-sweetened beverages promotes weight gain, and another study showed that the weight is mostly the dangerous visceral fat that sits around your midsection. The problem is when you're used to having sweetened drinks like soda, you don't even realize that every time you get thirsty, you're taking in a good amount of extra calories. In just one can of Coke, there's over nine teaspoons of sugar and about 150 calories. If you have just two of these per day, you'll be exceeding your total daily recommended intake of sugar. On top of that, since these sweetened drinks don't fill you up, the calories are usually added on top of the total calories that you're already eating for the day. Water, on the other hand, has no calories and it can actually reduce your desire for sugar as well as other calories. A systematic review compared the effects of drinking water before a meal against drinking sweetened beverages like soda, milk, and even juice. And this study found that drinking water reduced the total amount of calories consumed by up to 15%. The point is not only will you be saving extra calories just by not drinking sweetened drinks, but you'll also feel full with less calories from your meals, helping you fight your sugar cravings further. Let's move on to step three, which is to eat more protein and vegetables. Your cravings for sugar will be at their highest when you're hungry. Over 50 studies showed that diets higher in protein can greatly reduce appetite and increase the feelings of fullness. Researchers found that if at least one third or about 30% of a meal consists of protein, it'll have a strong appetite reducing effect. And if you're wondering how much protein you should be having in total every day to reduce hunger, there was another study that showed that having just half a gram of protein per pound of body weight can be enough to provide a strong appetite suppressing effect. If you're working out multiple times per week, I recommend getting anywhere between 0.8 to one gram of protein per pound of body weight. But to reduce your appetite, you just need a minimum of half a gram. As far as vegetables are concerned, unlike sugar, they fill your stomach up while providing tons of nutrients for a very small amount of calories. Sugar, on the other hand, is a high energy dense food, meaning it has a high amount of calories for its size and the amount of space that it'll take up in your stomach. A study comparing two diets over the course of one year found that just by reducing energy dense foods like sugar and increasing the amount of fruits and vegetables you eat on a daily basis can be a very effective strategy to manage your hunger as well as your body weight. So eat more protein and veggies to help you manage your sweet tooth, especially when first starting to cut back on sugar. Next, you'll wanna make sure that you're reading all your nutrition labels until you get good enough at distinguishing which foods have added sugars in them and which ones don't. I've already touched on the hidden sugars found in processed foods, but so much food that you would assume is healthy can contain a lot of sugar as well. A perfect example of this is dried fruit. Most people think that dried fruit is a very healthy snack. Most people also think that ice cream is not the healthiest snack. However, 
Half a cup of chocolate ice cream has about 17 grams of sugar, while half a cup of craisins has over 50 grams of sugar. Another example is oatmeal. You might think that you're making a good, healthy choice by getting instant oatmeal, but one packet or about half a cup of maple brown sugar flavored oatmeal has 13 grams of added sugar. Meanwhile, half a cup of vanilla ice cream has only one more gram of added sugar. You also want to be especially suspicious of foods that claim to be low fat. Usually low fat just means that they replace the fat with sugar. Examples of this include flavored low fat yogurt, low fat breakfast cereals, and low fat salad dressings. Reading nutrition labels will help you avoid the excess sugar found in these kinds of foods and will improve your overall diet. According to a study involving over 2,000 people, those that read nutrition labels consumed less sugar and made much better food choices in general. Let's move on to the final tip, which is to limit your use of artificial sweeteners. Most people will try to cut back on sugar by replacing their daily sugar intake with artificial sweeteners like Splenda and Sweeten Love. One problem with this is that you're still conditioning your palate and your taste buds for sweetness. One of the main points of giving up the sugar was to reset your taste buds and to lower your tolerance of sweets. When people successfully complete a diet low in sugar, they usually can't stomach something like a candy bar afterwards due to the fact that it tastes way too sweet. The problem is that artificial sweeteners taste much sweeter than sugar tastes. All of that sweetness in combination with the zero calories confuses your brain as well as your metabolic processes. Ultimately, this leaves you craving more sugar. There are a lot of studies on artificial sweeteners, but one review of a bunch of these studies found that regular use of artificial sweeteners can increase your appetite, causing you to consume more calories, which will lead to weight gain. Another even larger meta-analysis found similar problems. After reviewing 774 studies, researchers concluded that routine intake of artificial sweeteners may be associated with an increased BMI. Your BMI is your height to weight ratio, and as it increases, you go from the normal category to the overweight category to obese. So BMI is not something that you want increasing. Now, I wanna make it clear that having these artificial sweeteners in moderation won't make you gain weight. In fact, if you can use artificial sweeteners occasionally to help you satisfy your sweet tooth, it can help you take in less calories and lose weight. But just like sugar, the key is moderation. The one thing that I didn't like about these studies is that they mostly lumped the results from all the different artificial sweeteners together into one category. Also, many people that use artificial sweeteners may struggle with their weight to begin with, which is why they turn to the artificial sweeteners. Many people claim that stevia is different. In another large review specifically on stevia, it was concluded that it's a natural plant that can help reduce your caloric intake without the major side effects that are associated with other sweeteners. The bottom line is that you can use an artificial sweetener like stevia in moderation, but don't overuse it. According to the FDA, you can have up to 10 packets of stevia per day, but I recommend having much less. One to two packets should be enough to help curb your sugar cravings. That's it guys, I really hope this video has helped you out. If it has, make sure you subscribe to my channel and hit that bell icon so you can be notified whenever I release new science-backed tips and tricks just like this. Also, I realize that a lot of you may be trying to quit sugar to lose some weight, and even though this is a step in the right direction, losing weight and maintaining it isn't only about cutting out sugar. The rest of your diet and workout plan is equally as important. For that reason, I have a free done-for-you approach that is helping my clients drop either 20 pounds or 5% of their body fat in only six weeks. 
With our six week challenge, you'll get a 42 day workout plan with a full video exercise library, a customized diet plan with a recipe book, and an accountability coach that'll check in with you every week and help guide you through the entire process. And my guarantee to you is that if you follow our plan for 42 days straight without cheating and without quitting, I'll give you the whole program for free. To learn more, you can click the link below or you could visit my website directly at gravitytransformation.com. I'll see you guys soon.